you're about ready to enter the unfiltered sizes of What a great way to start the what a great way to start the show. Very nice. The timing. Very, very, very nice. I have to tell you something right away before I forget because I just saw the email before I sent you an email. Uh, A client of mine. uh, Long story short, she had to cancel her last um, appointment because she had a family emergency and had to get a flight out of town. So uh, a couple days later, I had sent her a message. Hope you're doing well because she's kind of a friend as well. Um, So she just got back to me and, you know, blah, 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 long and short of it. I saw the line and our cat just had knee surgery. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Right. At first, I didn't really like think much of that. But then as I was sending you a message for recording, um, I saw this message pop up and I, I just thought, oh, okay. And then as I thought about it more, I was like, a knee surgery for a cat? That's weird. Actually, I don't find it weird at all. I had a Rottweiler that I loved more than anything. It was the best dog I ever had. Please don't ever tell Willie. Or oh soon to be Yeah, we, we all know about Cooter. He was the best dog I've ever had. That poor little guy, he was only, he only made it seven years. Sweetest dog in the world. But very early on, he blew his knee out running around chasing rabbits and not rabbits, but birds and stuff. And I had to do a knee surgery for him. It was the first thing he ever had done. And he never forgave the vet. Never. <laughs> He was the sweetest, kindest dog. But every time I took him to the vet and he would see the vet, he would just. Interesting. I wonder what went on back there. But he (laughs) never forgot it in his seven, maybe eight years. Never forgot it. I had to muzzle him, give him doggy downers every time I took him to the vet. (laughs) It was the only time that he got angry. I, it, it doesn't seem as weird to me for a dog. It's just for some reason, as I pictured a little knee surgery on a cat, it struck me very funny. Um, I, I don't know. And I, I like her very much. I'm not judging. I would do it for my cat. It just sounds oh, sure. hilarious. And yeah. thinking of it is very strange and hilarious. Anyways. It's, it's funny you bring that up. Speaking of kitties. So I told you about pastel the cat be money's cat passing mm-hmm. right so she's been looking to get another cat just because she thinks it will help her daughter with all the things that happen at high school and being 14 and a half that mm-hmm. having having a kitty yeah. to, you know would just be very therapeutic for her. 
fall around, pet, you know, cuddle, things like that. Yep. And, and, And Pastel did that with with her daughter all the time. Totally. So she found one. This cat looks it's a short haired something or other. Looked absolutely I have not heard of that breed. It, well, it, they're very common actually. The short haired something or others. The short haired something or others. Yeah. And he just Do had they come a come out of the Okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> they come out of a something or other. <laughs> He has a real shitty looking mug. Like he just mean mugs everybody all the time. It's like a grumpy cat. Very much so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when she emailed the rescue, the rescue's like, oh yeah, you'll this once this cat finds a a ledge, then you won't have to worry about it just feeding it. And B Money's like, well, that just that's not what I want at all. Wait, say that again? Like the cat's just very aloof. It just, oh. it just doesn't. Yeah, it just like. Wait, but what did you, you say? Once you find a ledge, you won't have to feed it at all. Once the cat finds a ledge, that's where uh-huh. the cat's gonna hang out. Oh, is what I the smell. I smell. is? I smell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she does not want that cat. She does not because it defeats the purpose. Okay. So back to the drawing board or the back, the, the kitty board or whatever. right <laughs> back, back to, to the, the old, litter box <laughs> back to the old litter box. Oh my god! Well, best of luck in the cat searches. That is when I search. Just, I'm like, I I want to just put this out here right now to her. I'm not cleaning the litter box. I'm not doing anything. I thought she doesn't listen to the show, so the, she's obviously no, not no, going to hear this. I told her this. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, you're not being very brave telling all of us and not her. <laughs> I think that's very brave. If she's not going to listen. All right. All right. Then what did you tell her? Go ahead. Not, not touching the litter box. I'm not doing any. Yeah. That's I'm the just, kid's job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not having should, any part of it. Should be the kid's job. Definitely. That's I'm not a Not a huge cat fan to begin with, although Pistol, Pastel as we called her was was a was a great cat i thought the world over as far as i could with cats but mm-hmm, that was it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah our two are pretty darn adorable um we got them uh, a while back for same reason his addison wanted a cat um and uh yeah that's <laughs> same reason that's it yeah. that's why we got them and they're fantastic Unfortunately, they're attached to me and not so much her, but it's fine. That's the way it goes sometimes. It is. You know, it's it's mama. Everyone's attached to mama. It's You're the son of the home. Speaking <laughs> speaking of new pets, next month, early, early April, I am flying to D.C. and driving back to Phoenix with my nephew, Daniel. Yes, that's right. That's right. I was wondering when that was happening. That's right. April. It's just around the corner. It is. I just bought my ticket. Oh, shoot. Well, that's going to be a lot of fun. I remember you mentioning that that was. Mm-hmm. 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 Girl. Um, it's so <laughs> funny. I don't, I, I don't know why I thought of this, but I never actually told you much about my trip um, back to Arizona. But I have to tell you a couple of things of note that I thought were important to share with you. Please um, do. Just because, obviously, you know, whatever, what we're doing here. Um, one thing, uh, you know, 
discuss all things poo related, <laughs> I noticed, <laughs> and it's your favorite. I noticed I really missed. So we have in both of our bathrooms here pooping stools, and I I'm quite used to using a stool when I use the restroom, which helps with the correct movement of things. And being in Arizona, everywhere I went, like I a would, squatty potty. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So huh. it was just funny because everywhere I went, I went to like go to scoot the stool and then I would be like, oh, right. No stool. And then you just sit normal, which was kind of strange and weird. But the weirder thing that's kind of funny when you're uh, I guess when you live in Washington, um, everyone assumes that there is a Starbucks on every corner and they would be <laughs> correct. However, <laughs> There is um, no Starbucks where I live because, you know, it's just a different kind of area. But there's sure. one in the town next to it. But I never go there. Um, I make coffee at home. I, I, I never go to Starbucks. But it's funny because every time I visit Arizona, there are multiple people that will give me Starbucks gift cards they were given. They're like, <laughs> I'm not going to use these. But I saved them and thought I would give them to you because, you know, and it's like. No, I don't know. <laughs> go ahead and tell me because I don't. Oh. I work at home. I don't go to Starbucks and I don't live near a Starbucks. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's fun. I like I have a shit ton of cards. So if anyone's ever in town and needs coffee, just hit me up. <laughs> um, I can hook you up with free coffee. <laughs> uh, they could be they could be for a show. Um gifts oh there you go prizes the fun thing is is nobody ever knows the amounts on them so you could be receiving like 38 cents to 20 dollars. so it will be a lot of fun it'll be a lottery it will be the, it will it would be a lottery that would be fun and in, i in ahead of time i say you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i just thought those were the most um interesting things that i wanted to share from my trip otherwise it was just uh chill and there's other stuff that i'll tell you some is for a different chat and some is probably not going to be shared <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah it'll just be for you so our yes our so how are things with you doing well i um we didn't we didn't get to this last show and it was, and it was something I I wanted to share. I wanted to share my trip to Santa Fe with you. Okay, and then, like I said, I definitely, at some point, need to share some epic shit with you that I have not shared. Are you saying with me or for everyone? Same, both. Well, I you think you have shared some some shit, um, some deeper shit. Um, for the the that's deep bro um and i was going to share with you as well but there have been a lot of uh changes and a lot of things happening in my life since the fall and i have not shared a single fucking one with you <laughs> why would you not so, do that because it hasn't i haven't had a chance <laughs> omg dog so i keep keeping it in my notes and planning that when we chat at some point here we will uh do that but i would like to hear about santa fe and then, I, uh, no, no one wants to hear about Santa Fe now. They want to hear what's going on with you. 
no, no, I want you to finish with that because we are going to get to it, but I don't want to forget. And that's why I'm telling you. Okay. Because I want to make sure we do get to it instead of, you know, then season two is done. So are you saying that I'm supposed to keep track of you when you're supposed to be keeping track of me, keeping me on the straight and narrow? Uh, no, dum dum. I'm just telling you, um, because you you always have a thing to share right out the gate, like a shot out of a cannon. And I'm just letting you know that I have a list of shit that keeps growing because, bitch, I ain't never get to talk. Do I need to be more forward with you? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. I don't even remember that I took a trip to Santa Fe now. No, you did. So all I wanted to say, though, was uh, let's make sure we get to that. That's it. Oh, totally. Carry on. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel weird about sharing it now. I do. Just keep going. No, I I, I feel weird about it. All right. So it. God. All right. Well, we'll just save the the best for last. Um, No, this is not all going to be in order. So what are you talking about? This is going to be all mixed around. We can even record my shit next time. No. Yes. Oh, no. I I need to know now. You think I'm going to be able to sleep? Oh, my God. You're making such a bigger deal. All I wanted to do, because Chris, (laughs) every time we talk, you you always have stuff. And then we we Mm -hmm. definitely talk about other stuff. And then we never get to it. And I leave it on my notes. And that's fine. And some shit I wanted was going to talk to you about when I was there and I didn't get a chance. And then we didn't get to record after. So the only thing that all I am saying is because you right away you had an agenda and that is fine. All I want to say is, hi, I just want to raise my hand really quick, share my sticky note that I have not been sharing so many things with you because I haven't had an opportunity or we haven't had a chance to talk or there's been so much going on or I've felt mentally and emotionally drained and I didn't want to talk about it. So all I am doing is letting you know that I have this thing to share at some point for this episode that we labeled that's deep bro, where you already shared some deep shit that I asked you to share that has been chilling for a long time in the library. So that's it. And now you're starting to get all like sensitive. No, not at all. And you're like sidetracked and I don't want you to just care that agenda but i want you to know i also have one that's been kicking it for a while that's all take a deep breath i am good i would like you to just carry on i i am i am not sensitive i'm not at all this this is what we call fodder (laughs) this is not fodder (laughs) this is this this is what i was doing i'm i'm doing fodder no (laughs) <laughs> I, I wish I could reach out and give you a hug right now. Uh, I wish that you couldn't, so I'm glad that you can. <laughs> Excuse me? I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> is, is my but I am bad? fine. I am fine. As all of us can relate to, sometimes you have a plate full of fucking stresses, and then you also have a plate full of just all kinds of great shit, too. That's just life. I think it there's is. a song, right? You take the good, you take the bad. And there you have the facts of life. I sing it to myself all the time when I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> but then I remind myself of all the good stuff, too. But then I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> would, you, you understand. Would, would you please, would you please 
just I'm not singing. No. We I won't sing it with you because we totally screwed up our tribute. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know how to do it. (laughs) I okay. We'll put that on me. We'll put that on me. No, I'm. But I did instrumental too. (laughs) You take the good. You take the bad. You how's the rest of it? What are the words? Take the good. You take the bad. Something, something. They have the back. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to Google it. I want to come up with it. All right. <laughs> A motherfucker. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> the younger people that listen to this have zero idea. Of what They're we're like, talking. what are they singing? <laughs> Because that was never a show that was in reruns like Golden no. Girls. I don't think. I would even um I would even suffice to say that Sir Daniel does not even know that show. Oh hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hold on. <clears throat> what the hell is that line? Take the good, you take the bad. Then you drink and there you have the bad life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's so many things that could be that third line, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now. Oh. I, Google I don't, it. I don't... God damn. I... All right, go hold ahead. On. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do okay. it. You take the good, you take the bad, you stick it up your ass, and that's the facts of life. <laughs> yes. Oh, holy shit. Here it is. Ready? Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts. So that was oh not as good as ours. No. <laughs> Although that makes way better sense for an 80s sitcom theme song. Yeah, somebody was just on a lot of coke and didn't put too much thought into writing that <laughs> jingle at all. <laughs> Somebody's sitting at a piano. <laughs> Look at how much better you and I did with just in five minutes at coming up with a better third line. I know. I mean, to be fair, my motherfucker one was not usable. <laughs> probably not. And no. probably in the 80s, sticking it up your ass probably wouldn't have been appropriate for daytime television. I think you're correct. So I think we're left with you fix your drink and there you have the, the I facts. I think that would have worked. I think so. Or you store or in your, your coke. Case, <laughs> or in your case, you take the good, you take the bad, you roll your dupe and there you have the facts of life. There you go. Or for some people, you, you you smoke your cig. Or for some people, you get your McDonald's or whatever. <laughs> you take or, the good, you take the bad, you go to IHOP and there you have <laughs> You take the good, you take the bad, you Netflix and chill and there you have <laughs> I think I think a lot. By the way, did we talk about Euphoria last time? We did. You're obsessed I, now, yes? I, dude, I just finished the both seasons the other day. Oh my gosh, how dark. It's funny when we, because it's on HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, when we go on there because we've been watching Station Eleven, but we might ditch it. I'm not sure. Every time I see that on there, I think of you. Oh yeah, it's 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 dark, man. I know it's, that it's very, dark, very dark. Yeah. I don't know. And and some people are like, I don't know, is this a show for teenagers? No, one hundred percent not for teenagers. Don't. It, no. It's. It, I mean, it talks about high school students, but not for teenagers. No, no. Yeah, maybe, that's what I've heard. Maybe that it's dark. a senior. 
sure oh yeah you know maybe a senior i don't know though you know bro like the sad like i don't mean to sound old but fuck like they're just like they're way more mature even though they're like really immature they're like super mature at what they know these days I know. so I they're know. not like we were at that same age i was just talking to daniel the other day about how kids are you know, because he's he's got two little ones, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be so scary. You know, Addie's 13. B-Money's daughter is 14 and a half. And he's, Daniel's like 25 or 26. And I said, dude, I'm telling you that high school life is even way more different now than it was for him 10 years ago. Uh, big time. Yeah. Even Even for him. Yes, big time. Because, um, you know, because he was thinking, he goes, yeah, you're right. The the iPhone wasn't even really a thing. You know, he just, mm-hmm. you, the social media wasn't really a huge, mm-hmm. huge thing. It all makes my tummy hurt. I know. I Not, not that it's any more difficult or any easier than mm-hmm. what it was for us or him or mm-hmm. whatnot. It's just different. It's different. It's just sad because I just feel like they're exposed to a lot really early. Way too much. And that just makes my heart really sad because I'm yeah. like, there's just so much that can be said for innocence. I know. And and you and only get so. <laughs> so the just just the porn that these that, kids have. You just nailed to. one of the things I was thinking. Yeah, I hear a lot of people in their 20s right now say that their first um, exposure to porn was like between the ages of nine and 11 online. Wow. Online. Wow. uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't, it always makes me, you know, with Addie, I always think back to like, you know, what I was like at 12 or how I felt. And it's just crazy. Like to think of that, like, I don't even know what I, how I would have processed that information. Right. That's insane. I well, had a hard time processing that information when I saw it at like 17. <laughs> well, I, I remember, yeah, no kidding. And and then, you know, for when we were kids, the closest thing you got to porn was somebody's friend's dad had Playboy. a Playboy. Yep. My dad. Yeah. Come on yeah. over to my house. My dad's got Playboy. <laughs> That's where I look at titties all the time. <laughs> and and I've and I've shared this story. Uh, a few times I, I believe on there that when my stepson was I don't know in fourth or fifth grade he had to do a, a report on different countries so he just we had our computer it was in the living room you know because that's that's where the computer was it was a giant monstrosity of a thing and, yes and he put in, you know, just countries.com, but he forgot the O. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I happened to be walking by. It was like after dinner and, and all these like oh, giant titties and big old vaginas. Yeah. Were just all, oh. His eyes were like the size of grapefruits. And I'm like. <laughs> Uh, what you doing here, bud? I, 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 I was trying to do it for our countries. I don't, and I looked at the, <laughs> it literally said 
C-U-N-T-R-I-E-S. <laughs> that is so funny and cute and sad all at the same time. Yeah, I know. I you know. know that he was like trying to apologize, but also trying to like memorize what he typed in <laughs> to get that. <laughs> totally. oh i love him i love him that's a great story that's so funny so so go ahead tell us tell us no tell tell me about santa fe i want to keep it light and i'll tell you next time I, i just need you to know that i need to get it out I need to get the poison out. <laughs> Actually, the first thing I thought was like, you have a giant poop that you just got to let go. Of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> hey, that's our, that's our show. <laughs> and you say you're not a poop oh, friend. How dare oh, you? I just got to get it out. Oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. Dude. Well, yes. I can say the, the, the trip to Santa Fe was so much fun. Nice. That we flew in on a Friday. We went to her favorite winery. She had a flight of wines. I'm not a big wine fan, so I just Mm-mm. sipped, you know, just sipped a a, a couple. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good red. Mm. If there's a, a meal to go with it. But just mm-hmm. to sit and have a glass of wine, mm. it's it's hard for me to do that. It, Samesy, it makes me not feel good. Wine is hardcore. That and this was in, we flew into Albuquerque, so I still had a 45 minute drive to Santa Fe from there. And by the way, have you ever used Turo? You ever heard of Turo? Like like a churro that you no, eat? No, no, not <laughs> churro, like Turo, T-U-R-O. Sorry. It was funny because as soon as you said that and I heard churro, it made me think of, okay, sorry. I really went, I went to Beavis and Butthead when he was like, churro, <laughs> churro. Anyway. Okay, uh, did you said Turo? Turo, yeah, it's like oh. an, it's an app for cars that you people do like their houses for Airbnb. Oh, uh huh, uh huh, gotcha. Okay, that it, might be uh, where we are renting. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Really cool. We got one of those. Went to the winery. Went up to Santa Fe. We got um, checked out our Airbnb, which was super cool. It had a one bedroom, nice little living room, tiny little kitchen, little patio outside. Nice. There was a Sounds fireplace cute. between the the bedroom and the living room. Like nice. A, a gas yes. fireplace. Mm-hmm. It was the only um, source of heat was the fireplace in the, in the thing. And man, that sucker got hot in there. Mm-hmm. But then we went out, found a place to, to eat. There's... Um, Santa Fe is like a small town. Mm-hmm. We we found a place. They closed at ten. We got there at nine thirty, and we called ahead. We're like, if we get there at nine thirty, are you gonna feed us? They're like, yeah, clo- kitchen closes at ten, but yeah, we'll have plenty of things. We're like, oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. so it was so cute and and just uh, they're really big in tequila nice. there. Sounds adorable. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. all their all their cocktails at this particular place were just tequila based, and I'm not a big tequila fan, but I was like, eh, all right. But I, um, the we just we love just sampling a bunch of different foods. So we got you know uh, all kinds of things. Then we went out for a little bit, got an Uber, went home. Next day we went to a French restaurant. Oh, overnight it snowed, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. from Phoenix. 
you know, everywhere else in the country, it's like, oh, great, big deal. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> being from Phoenix and being out of town and have a light dusting of snow that was that's about, fun. Yeah, just, it was like real powdery, and it was nice. Like, oh, it was so cool, but it was freezing. It, the highs were forty, and for Phoenicians, that's. Oh, it, I know. It, it might as well be, <laughs> you know, 40 below. No, I absolutely know. I, uh, my trip at the end of February, it was adorable how everyone kept saying, oh, it's so cold. I'm sorry. Or, you know, aren't you cold without like a sweater <laughs> or something? And it was what, like 65 at that time. And it's <laughs> yes. like, I left yes. 43 degrees. This feels amazing. Like, <laughs> it's not cold. <laughs> but it's funny. It's cute. Yeah. My Midwestern family, when they come to visit and it's like 60 degrees and they're wearing t-shirts and shorts. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with you people? That was literally the exchange my mom and I had i was yeah. wearing t-shirts and a short shorts one day uh to go on a walk in her neighborhood meanwhile she had jeans on a shirt and like this like sweater thing and she's like aren't you cold <laughs> i'm like oh you're so cute <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just her it was everyone <laughs> by the way i am i don't know if you can hear that or not but if i'm over at b money's house uh this evening and she doesn't have a spot where i can go to like i'm at my house and oh okay it's slightly different but not uh, enough where it would be a problem well the wind is blowing probably at 80 miles an hour right now. oh i don't hear that okay all. i didn't know if you could it just there's like um and it's not a complete echo. There's like a baby echo to your voice, uh, but it's not like so much that it is distracting or sounds okay. wrong. It just sounds different than you normally sound. Well, that would be the reason. So I apologize for that for all the listeners if it's annoying to you. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great trip. Oh, wait, there's there's one other thing. Mm-hmm. Next day. We, I'm going to just fast forward because this is, this is my bad. Me. I thought you were done since you were talking about where you were recording. Okay. No, no. I just get off on the weed. You know how I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the next well, day. And for me, to be fair, it's hard to know which story ends and starts since they all have to do with B money. <laughs> just saying, keep going. <laughs> She's my world right now. Okay. Give me a break. I mean, it's great to have someone be your world, but you have to have other things in your world too. Well, we do a lot of things together. That's all I can say. I mean, I do. I, I'm like married and live with my husband, but I don't have a billion stories about him. I got other stuff too. May I proceed? Yana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying in your notes when you're thinking of stuff, just random stuff too. It doesn't have to just be events that happen with people they can be random things you think about during the day like did you see my post about toothpaste no uh, i haven't been well let me ask you about you and miss b money who do you guys squeeze the toothpaste from the middle or do you roll it from the bottom or does somebody do something different do you know yet uh she has her toothpaste i have mine okay i I squeeze from the bottom no idea what she does with hers i want you to to find out and see and report back i don't think i'll ever bring it up again actually 
we probably won't because I actually won't remember. <laughs> but it was Me funny neither. because I, I just kind of pulled out there and um, a, a few people responded and they were like, I squeeze from the bottom because I am not, you know, like, how dare you? And I realized that that's the correct answer. However, I squeeze from the middle because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you are such a rebel. I am such a rebel. It's one thing. It's funny. It's one of those one things that like my husband's not going to train me on and I'm just never going to change. I do respect his role. I'll try not to squeeze like his role away, but I still am like right from the middle. <laughs> Anyways, back so, to your... Well, no, no, no. You you set me off on a tangent here. Okay. On that same note... Shit, I pulled this into the weeds. Okay, carry on. I promise I'll bring us back. Same note. Toothpaste. Toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Do you put the... Oh, I know where this is going, and I love it. The front or mm-hmm. the back? I make it so it rolls over the top. And that's the right way to do it. That is correct. <laughs> B money does not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to judge her though, because for oh, the longest dude. time, I used to off. just pop it on and not care. And people would change it and be like, what the fuck? But now I'm like obsessed with doing it correctly. My, my sister <laughs> is the same way. She, she even, she, I don't know where, maybe her and her. <laughs> That's funny. Oh it, God. There's something else I got to share with you too, but. That's funny. She does the upside oh, down toilet paper. She was, I love it. She's like, what, what do you do? What, what do you, what do you do? Like she asked me this one time and I'm, I'm like, I, goes to the front. She goes, that's the right thing to do. I go, <laughs> I go, I know. Oh, who, I this know. is your sister now or be money? Yeah. No. Okay. This is your my sister. sister now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I don't know what got her on this tangent, but she was like angry. About it. <laughs> she was freaking angry about it. it and must, her, yeah. her best friend from uh, Indianapolis where we're from, when she comes to town, she will turn all the toilet papers the other way just because she knows it drives her crazy. That is hilarious. Oh, she's really obsessed. But but there's a meme out there with mullet bad, meaning yes, and then beard good. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I like it pointed out that way because that makes it better. <laughs> but also at the same time, I do like B Money's rebellious ways. It's kind of fun to know what people do and to see if it's different in a couple. It's fun. You, you know what's funny is we've never talked about it. Not of one Of course time. not. Not yet. You don't live together yet. It'll come but, up later. But like when I change the toilet paper paper out of her or yeah her house, I put it on the right way. If she does it at my house, she puts it on the wrong way. <laughs> it, I switch it. She does not switch mine. Interesting. Yeah. So she's a. I don't give a fuck as long as it's I, there. I, think I, so. I don't have time yeah. for that. See, I get that. I used to roll that way for sure. But I now don't. I don't know what changed me. To be honest, the people like obsessively changing <laughs> it and yelling at me. <laughs> Start to feel self conscious when people yeah. came over. Oh my god! Yeah. Is the toilet paper the right way? Now I hear everybody's voices yelling at me when I'm changing toilet paper. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> For some reason, though, I just will not listen to the toothpaste one. I just don't care. <laughs> don't care. Doesn't matter. No. And I as long have as you get something the, all rebellious, the, right? As long as you get all the toothpaste out, who cares? I mean, if you're just doing it from the middle and you don't care about the middle to the end, you're like, all right, time for a new tube of toothpaste. Oh, gosh, no. I will that's, roll and squeeze it all out of there. I was going to yeah. say, that's just reckless. 
I'll squeeze it so hard I make that neck bend to get that last little bit out of there. <laughs> Do you roll it? Do you roll <laughs> from the end to get it all out? Yeah, at the end. See, that's always my point about who cares about squeezing from the middle because once you barely have any toothpaste in there, you're going to do that anyways. Right. Um. So why start that process now? Just make it easy and just squeeze that fucker. <laughs> but squeeze a lot of people like to roll it and squeeze it from the bottom. All right. <laughs> All right. Do your thing, boo. But, you know, I guess I'm such a dork that I have to have my little tiny rebellious things that I do. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, did you have any more about your Santa Fe? One last thing. Okay. So our last night there, we went to this really cool bar that had a band and everything. We met these had really a, oh a band. Sorry. A band, a yeah. Band. Okay. Um met this really cute couple that had just gotten engaged. And oh. they were there from yeah. So we were chatting with them for a while. We go out on the dance floor, come back. Her brand new purse that she bought specifically to go out for date night with her phone, her ID, and her credit cards. Gone. Oh, no. Gone. No, that's the worst. Yeah, we're frantically searching the entire bar. Oh, man. Gone. Oh and, man. And and it's like, what are you gonna do? What are mm-hmm. you gonna do? Mm-hmm. So after about an hour, she's like, F it. Let's just let's just have fun the rest of the night and not worry about it. Wake up the next morning. You know, we're like, all right, well, <gasps> we gotta get back on a plane in a couple hours. How are we gonna get you back on the plane? You have uh... no ID. I called the airline. They're like, holy moly. That's crazy. I know. Right. We're like, what are we going to do? I called the airline, told them what had happened. And they're like, eh, just show up a little early to, to TSA. They're going to ask you some questions, but believe it or not, uh, people fly all the time without IDs. <laughs> I was time. like, seriously? Good She's time. like, oh yeah. Happens all the time. And sure enough, uh, we went through TSA. Keep in mind, Albuquerque is such a tiny little airport. Think of like Tucson Airport. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it's Everett, Washington people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, there may have been four TSA agents for the entire airport. Oh, okay. That's even tinier. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Security, like the head of security, uh, TSA, says, all right, you guys, come here. Gonna have to ask you some questions. <laughs> and he takes us off to the side, not even to a room, just off to a side where there's a banquet table that's just there. And he's like, I need to ask you some questions and I need to call this phone number. And actually he was he was super cool about it. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I, I gotta ask you some questions and uh do me a favor. I need to put and, my finger up your butt. It's fine. Well, he did that to me and I had my ID, so I thought that was <laughs> I requested but, the cavity search, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets on this number, and as soon as he gets on the number, oh, and, and before he gets on the number, he he looks at Beam and he's like, "If you don't know the answer, then just say, I don't know. Yes, no, I don't know, or give me the answer.'" Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, "Whatever you do, 
don't ask him because if you do then i can't put you on a plane and you have to find your way home mm. and then the question was easy gets on the phone and he he looks at her he goes um man what's the last four digits of your phone number she completely goes blank <laughs> What? Yeah, she's so nervous. She completely goes blank. She goes, well, uh, true. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. One, two, three, four. He goes, okay. He said, name a landmark within your zip code. And she goes, uh, uh, a, a, a landmark? And then she looks over. She goes, what's a landmark? Oh, you just broke a rule. And I, I just turned. Oh, what's I a did, landmark? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just turned her. I didn't even look at her. I just turned away. She goes, "Shit, shit! I can't ask you. Uh, 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 the Indian Steel Park. That's where we take the dogs." He goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Name a car that you have registered to you right now. Any car. Uh, uh, like she has one car. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so finally she's like, oh, no. yeah, no, no. And, and You're put said, on the spot. Yep. Yes. Said the name of the car. He's like, All right. Thank you, sir. And then he hangs up and goes, Okay, you guys are good to go. Uh, we'll just <laughs> we'll take you through here. And then he went through my my carry-on luggage and why they always go through your luggage at the end of the trip. Like, this is where all my dirty underwear are at. Why didn't Ooh. you go through it when you know what I mean? Go, yep. Through, yep. go through it in, in the beginning, at the end. Mm-hmm. I think these dudes just like smelling dirty underpants. That's weird. Your stuff gets checked enough that you feel this way. Oh, I sat there and and watched them do it. No, but like I he, mean, does your ch- uh, your stuff go? Do they go through your stuff often? It's happened to me a few times. One time, wow. I was coming through Palm Springs and I had grabbed a candle for an ex girlfriend. Mm. and all i had was was carry-on luggage i didn't have any check and whatever's oh, in a candle so yes. they, they thought i had a freaking bomb dude oh and they're, no. they're, throw, they're throwing my <laughs> underpants all over the place i'm like is that necessary oh Did- no oh no okay you're a little traumatized so i see why you're sensitive about yeah. it all right <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh God! Is that is that necessary, really, to throw my underpants all over the place? Well, I'm glad though that it's working out so far. Yeah, show is. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't have to try to prove anything to me or think that I disapprove of anything. Mm, I don't know. I kind of feel like I do. <laughs> You don't, and I, I always do. feel like you seem like you have to defend her, and I have no problem with her. She sounds great. I know, I know. I just look. You've been around all my relationships. Mm-hmm. There's not been a good one. Well, I definitely have notes, <laughs> <laughs> but my notes are for you. They have nothing to do with her. Right. Yeah. But. I'm just like because of my past relationships, I feel mm-hmm. like I need to defend this one. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know what? You know what I I'm think saying? This is good. We're having this talk. You know what? That's why this is so deep, bro. Um, we need this. This is our <laughs> therapy episode. We need to have this talk because I think you and I are having a little bit of a dance about um misunderstanding feelings around this and feeling like 
letting the other person down somehow. <laughs> I do, dude. I do. Yeah, I feel no, like I can I tell. To- I totally feel like I'm gonna let you know. Well, and and I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And I have my own feelings that I keep having, and I can explain to you better my feelings that Please maybe do. are portrayed. I guess, yeah, I keep thinking that you're, like, thinking that for some reason I don't like her and disapprove of her, and I absolutely do not. Or that I disapprove of your guys' relationship, and I do not. Absolutely not. My two things, very specifically, uh, that I worry about, and Mm. that's the only reason why I just get, like, okay, um, okay, Um, well, okay, we'll say 2.5 things because it's not the only reason it's not a full third thing is because we already talked about it. The whole like, I one worry about you giving up things that are your yes principles or your feelings or your wants and wishes in your life for mm-hmm. someone else. I worry about that. Um, but I understand that we make compromises, so there's that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, worry about for sure our show and, you know, if you're going to, because you're busy already and I worry about, you know, that um, if we're going to be able to still do it or if we should, or, you know, all that jazz. And then, and not because, not because I don't think she supports it or anything. I have zero feelings towards her other than good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. My last thing that's the biggest and probably the one that makes you feel like I'm judging, but I'm not judging is in my experience in knowing you and you in relationships and being your friend and really enjoying being your friend a lot and like actually really liking being close to you and talking to you and stuff like that is that you, unless you were on the out part of a relationship out of the three so far that I've known you kind of then just disappear and sort of let the friendship part Mm. of your life kind of drop a little bit that's fair Um, that's that's fair to say that and so and that's happened you know when it happened with the first one it wasn't a huge deal because we weren't super super close we had our own lives right so I didn't feel it as much um until the end then we got right then we got close again because then you weren't really like disappeared in it and then it was like oh okay cool and it was like you know talking again granted i moved away but we still had like a thing because we had like you know met up again and had our show and then you met the other gal Mm -hmm. and then basically like complete disappearance and granted i had a lot (coughs) of things going on too and also she, there was a layer of, she had that thing of like, I don't want your female friends. And I know that's a complicated thing to juggle. Oh no. She had it in her mind. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go slept. ahead. Yeah. She what? Had it in- you and me? Nope. And, well, and then- I told her a thousand times. I'm like, that never happened. It would never happen. So then what was her problem with the other girl though? That was your friend. I'm not saying her name just because privacy, but. Of course. Um, yeah. I don't know. She just because I know that you told me she didn't want you talking to either one of us, and yeah, like it's yeah. so true. God, I haven't talked to her in so long. That's crazy that you say that. We, um, but you guys chatted semi recently because you told me about it. We 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 exchanged oh, a couple. We That's right. We exchanged a couple texts, and then 
neither one of us followed through on it. And I think, actually, oh. I, th- I think it was me. I need to give her a call this weekend. Well, uh, you know what? Can I say it probably was you? Because that's been my only complaint about this mm-hmm. is that I didn't feel like you spent time really loving yourself alone. But that's fine after the last thing. But it's just then you, I, I get nervous because I... I know it's still new and you guys mm-hmm. don't live together, but we are in year two and I just get a little nervous. Like, is this going to be a repeat situation? Am I not going to have my friend? Is he going to disappear? Is our stuff going to dwindle? You know, that's all. No, that's that, really my biggest thing. That my is, biggest issue. That is such a good point you bring up. And I can tell you with uh, the second one, she she was crazy i you know what that, oh that's, I, yeah i mean someone who tells s- you to stop being friends with your female friends that's a red flag for sure I, it, that's not fair i i said was she is yeah um, i'm sorry about that one she <laughs> i mean no that one was hard i mean it, you really oh, were in love and that one hurt you really hard and it's yeah, a bummer. No, yeah. no doubt mm-hmm. and and i was trying to do all the all the right things had and exactly that is right why time. i get nervous about right. stuff because i'm protective of you and that's not because i think that money is any way shape or form like this girl i can tell she's not i don't feel protective of you with her it's just i feel protective of you with you <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair and our friendship and having my friend and feeling like i'm not gonna lose my friend again because now he's like you know essentially right. married <laughs> so i would say that i would need you to say to me if i don't recognize it dude what the hell yo okay I will. And, I'm glad yeah. we're having this talk because I feel and, too shy to have this talk. Oh no. I see that's so weird to me. Uh because you're one person that I guess okay, I said you're that wrong. So it good took, at, yeah. at, at, at doing and having the, the tough conversations. It's true. I feel bad a little bit though. I feel bad, but I also don't think I really clearly recognized it so much until recently. Maybe that's what I, I don't think I really was able to pinpoint exactly. And then I started to feel like, I feel like we always have some sort of tension between us when we talk about this stuff. And I feel like he's misreading it and maybe I'm misreading it. But then I really started to figure out what I think that it was. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, I, thank you for saying that. Yes. I don't know about you, but I feel 100% better. <laughs> same Seriously? Do you? I do. Yeah, yeah I, I do. That's, that's not me BSing for the show. That, I, I totally feel 100% better. Totally. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like say it like that where it sounded like I was being jokey. Like, I agree. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. I, I'm letting the audience know that. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to it's it's hard for my close family and friends mm-hmm. to not be sure if I'm joking or <laughs> oh yes or being, no for sure being, yeah being completely sincere so now totally. I've, got, I, I've gotten to the point where like if I'm being sincere I make sure 
that everyone knows. I no, I'm, I'm, nice. I'm, yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I've noticed over the last twenty years, people are just like, oh, can you hear Willie? I can. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Will's they, they're good. like, I didn't know if you were joking or serious. No, that was okay. I, yes, I've I I encountered a couple of those. I've encountered a couple of those, but I, I feel like I've gotten a better. I feel like I'm better at it now. Better gauge. Yeah, better, better I think handle. So. Yeah, I think we have a good gauge on each other for the most part. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I, I totally mm-hmm. do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got to. <laughs> he is my tongue. Well, and I am. Um trying to be better about addressing things with people that I care about with myself you know and addressing things in a fair way not like you know do like you really find, thinking about them do you find that you have a hard time having what my friend Dan and I called the the tough conversations because I've not I mean, known you to be that no way. not really mm-mm but no. sometimes sometimes there's some some subjects that are just hard to to broach, right? No, I guess I'm just I guess in general I'm just trying to be more open in general. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I feel like for a very long time I um I was just kind of being a workaholic and not like nurturing relationships at all. Mm-hmm. Um and not really feeling like anybody necessarily cared whether I was or not. Um, but that has changed in more recent time, um, and going through some, uh, my own personal changes and taking more time for myself and for, you know, my life, it makes me want to take more time for the people in my life. And then also, you know, just think about things, be able to, I always think about things, reflect on things, but then to be able to just, you know be open with people about stuff let, let me ask you this question do you feel like in some of your relationships or a majority of your relationships i won't say in none or all because there's never that but either in some or in a majority do you feel like you have to put in more effort than the other party absolutely do you really (laughs) most of the time yeah Um, i I feel the same i do i do feel though that in more recent um couple few years i've really whittled it down to just people like i really just mean the most to me um and focusing on those and that um i get And I think, and then I feel like it is a bit more balanced, but maybe we show it in different ways. Um, And I maybe have become a bit more like patient and gracious about people not being so good at it because I know what it's like to be there and not be so good at it. And you don't necessarily mean it. Mm -hmm. So it used to piss me off a lot, (laughs) but now I'm trying to just see it more like, okay, well then I'll just, you know, I've been there before. So I'll be that friend that checks in with you then because you know, right. Yeah. So do you feel like you, for, for say 
you and I, do you feel like you have to be that person? Um, I mean, I think I definitely do a lot more of like side, you know, trying to keep things going on the side through messages or trying to like, you know, send funny stuff to you or like keep conversation going with you, um, more than you do with me. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I know what it's like to juggle a lot too. And I know we get to talk once a week, so it's not really that big of a deal. I feel so, like no, because then I, I don't know. No, I feel like you're 100 percent right on that. But at the same time, you'll send me like cute little pictures of things, and which, by the way, I adore and love all the time, even if I don't respond. That's uh, totally awesome to hear. <clears throat> yeah, because the, there will be times I'll be like running through my day, and I'm like, "What's this?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my hopes is that's what and, it's going to do for people. And, and then and then my thought is I need to respond to that. But let me do this. Squirrel, squirrel. I totally understand that. And here's my thing. When I like if you are because I know a couple of people that listen are people that get messages from me, too. Like if you're in that lineup, you're one of the people that's most important to me that I think of that I care about and that I want to make sure I always keep communication with and that I regret that maybe I wasn't so great at before. So sometimes I'm also trying to work on my own stuff and keep my own self a bit Zen and out of depression. And then, so sometimes, you know, then I think like, well, I want to share things with other people or reach out to them and make their day. Cause then that takes you out of your own stupid stuff. That's a real struggle for you, isn't it? The depression. Um, you know, it had been lately, um, in the last couple of years. Um, but I think, I think that it's going to be getting better. Do you find there's a certain time of year that you, Oh, definitely winter fucks me up hard. And I was just talking to Connor today about, um, you know, and I've talked to you a bit about our spirituality and, you know, our Mm -hmm. beliefs and, we were just talking this morning, actually, and I was saying, you know, because we love spring, we love this time of year, and we spent a lot of time outside on our yard today, and we have been in the last handful of days, and this is like a really epic time that we love. Um, and I was saying, you know, I'm really trying to embrace more and realize more that winter sometimes it's normal to feel more lazy and more depressed in the dark winter cold months and that that's Mm -hmm. okay. And it's okay to go ahead and feel like that and to like eat more chocolate and watch more movies and do more puzzles or whatever, you know, cuddle with the dogs more, whatever it is. And that you don't have to be everything to everybody and you don't have to do all the things you can just let it be and then jump back into things in spring because you know, you will. You know, what's odd is for years, not so much anymore. And I can't remember the last time. Sure. But for years, I would get really, I don't know if you want to call it depressed, but down in the dumps yeah. in, in springtime. Interesting. Really? And in, in that odd, it was, it, that it, is. It, it would last for about, you know, two, two weeks to a month. And I would just be like, oh, oh wow. And never could figure out. And then one day it'd just be snap, crackle, pop, you know, back to your cereal 
Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I it just, you know, I pop out of it. And Don't you have pretty bad allergies? It, it's weird. Only up until like the last year or two. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering yeah. if maybe that had something to do with it, but I guess not. No. And, 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 and those are come and go. Like sometimes I'll deal with like a week of just bleh, 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 bleh. and then one day it's gone it's gone and then i don't i don't think about it and then three weeks later it'll be like oh god and then it'll be gone it's it's so odd. yeah it's that is so pretty odd. great though that you only really get if if once a year two to four weeks depression hits you and that's about it i'd say but, that's pretty great but that was years ago. Oh, I it doesn't happen anymore. No. Oh, no. okay. Amazing. Um, now, if something tragic happens in my life, like, it, it's it's tough. It is tough to deal with. Yes. And then it, the, the, the second breakup was, was, like, one of the toughest things I've ever, ever dealt with. Mm-hmm with the the second relationship and and keep them in and for the audience in 20 years i've had three relationships all three have been long term so between the first and the second there was very little time in between between the second and B money, there was about a year and a half, two years. And I'm actually very grateful for that year and a half and two years. But there was some, uh, as my good friend Mikey would say, struggle bunnies. Yes. That, <laughs> that first six months. Yeah. Seriously. It was totally. It was well, yeah. and I totally get that. And you know, honestly, depression probably to be honest has been a part of my life since i was a little kid Mm -hmm. um on and off and then you know and then like you said of course bad things or like large amounts of stress Mm -hmm. would um add to it so i definitely have had some times where it's been a struggle because th- something's going on with someone close to me or, you know, the situation sometimes, you know, just the unique situation that I'm in with my relationship and a kid um, and things that come along with that. Um, and then I will say, you know, like there's been some stuff with family members, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I will say. I got to be honest and say for a lot of my life um, as an adult, well, more recent years, I've been able to kind of control that stuff and know how to what, you know, makes it fluctuate. But I will say there was just kind of like an ongoing, like feeling really down and exhausted and sore and um, long story short, like I I spent a lot of years just like hustling and being a workaholic. And there's a lot of reasons why that is. And there's a lot of reasons why I just kept doing it. Like there, I, you know, I feel compelled to keep doing better or like do something more or, you know, make this bigger. And, you know, my business became my baby. And sometimes when I feel 
upset about things going on, then I would throw more into work because it was like, then I could just not think about it and disappear into something that like made me feel like was my identity, I guess. Like, cause mm. what am I without that? Mm. Um, and so, okay. So very recently, I don't know if I told you, but since the fall, there have been a lot of epic changes taking place around here. One being that I guess finally being in my 40s and really doing way too much for too long and for too many people, I was kind of starting to have a bit of a nervous breakdown and was definitely struggling with depression. And I realized that I could not do all three things, one being the business I already had, two being the business I started to grow, and three being my home and my family here. Um, so I was going to need to choose two of those things. And a lot of me felt compelled to only pick the businesses because I felt wow. like such a psychotic workaholic because that's my identity. Because I don't know, there's just a whole other road down that road. But I know that that wasn't the right answer. So I knew that there was something that needed to be healed in me because I knew that that was not right. You know what I mean? And I did know that I was doing this for too long and that I really needed to like breathe and solve some things. The other weird thing about it, Chris, is that my husband would always say like, you do too much. There's no, like, I'm not here pressuring you to do two businesses. So like, you're the only one pressuring yourself. And then, of course, he would remind me of some other outside factors that might have been pressuring me on the inside. Um, you know, but so anyway, long story short, I'm sorry. I'm kind of starting to ramble and I don't want to do that. But no, um, no, no, no. I think don't say that. OK, I'm sorry. I, I do that a lot. I really am bad about sharing and I'm trying to get better about it. Sharing good and bad things. Sure. So, yeah, I'm trying to get better about it. <laughs> so thank you for saying that. Um in in the fall okay because as i'm doing all of this and this is all happening in my own world of course i realize my husband is struggling too because you know everyone is struggling the last two years were crazy and all of that happened Mm -hmm. because that's another layer that happened on all of this you know because then you start to reprioritize as well um in the summer i realized our kid needs me more than I guess I thought she did and that it was fine for me to just be workaholic. Um, so anyways, husband's struggling because he's a nurse, like struggling hard, a nurse at a hospital. So in the fall, I, during a pandemic, exactly. And just not getting paid for the shit that he has to do and coming home and just being, I mean, my man is a tough dude. He has mm. handled some shit. He can deal with shit. He can deal with shit with like a good, he's one of those guys that can, you know, make bad situations comedic. Um, to see that type of person getting broken down is like, it's bad. It's oh, real yeah. bad. I can, um, I can imagine. And both he and I were trying to keep our own shit together and do our own shit. And I was so busy with my stuff. It's like, I'm not even noticing all this. So I start realizing like, she needs me. He needs me. Like, Uh, The second business was supposed to be on the back burner originally just to take over when I decided to give up the first one, not to do at the same time. So I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Um, So 
basically I decided I have to shut down that second business. I have to give that up, put that back on the back burner for now. Yep. And then maybe take it up later. Um, and then I realized I need to put more into my first business because I'm also just, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to, I need to put more into my, my home, my family. Yes. Okay. My other practice because I was doing too much. Okay. I don't want to cry talking about this. I might cry a little bit because I'm realizing a lot and I'm sharing a lot. And this was a big epic thing to share with you because it was a lot of stuff, but, um, I was like just being too broken and too empty. So I felt like I wasn't giving my clients even what I used to give them back in the day. Like I was giving them like 60%. And I knew that I, and I felt like I was pissed off at them all the time and that I was angry at everybody all the time, just everything, because I was like super drained, (laughs) you know? And then Connor was pointing out, you know, you're having caregiver fatigue, but honestly, I felt like I need to do all of this because my partner has a job that's like super hard and super unfair. So I need to do all the other things and then support him so that, you know, you get it. Um, Totally. Absolutely. So basically finally I realized like I need to not do 10,000 jobs and try to, it's just, I get sensitive about the world and people and I get sensitive about lack of work ethic. And so sometimes I get in my head that, I need to do more. Like I have to do more. I have to do a hard job because who's going to do them? You know, Jen, I totally understand what you're saying. I think a lot of people get that. And so I have to tell you, like, since I've decided all this and slowed down, I've also started to put more back into my primary practice. And part of that is writing lovely quotes on my mirror every month. Oh, and one, the one more recent one, because it's been important for me, it's up there right now. And you might love it, too, if you're like that as well. And it's been very important. It's by Mother Teresa. And it says, not all, of, I may not say it perfect, but not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Love. And, I know it well. I know that one well. <laughs> right? And I realized that the work that I do and what I give, I mean, there's people that drive an hour and a half to see me. Like I realize the work that I do is important to people and that I can just keep giving that kind of love and the love that I give to Addie and my pets and my friends and my parents and try to be better about that and not trying to essentially give all this like love out there in the world to strangers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I also started a community cleanup crew. We have a first like thing next month anyway. So (laughs) the other part of this is that my husband who was doing horribly and getting paid so shitty and complaining about there's people who get to sit at home on computers and have no idea what it's like to be out here seeing real shit and get paid three times as much as me. Um, and I mean, he was losing it like to the point where I would say, let me do way more business and you just quit your job. Like, I don't even just don't, I can't even with this anymore. It's horrible. Um, but the new thing about nursing that I think I've mentioned before is the travel nursing. And I think that's becoming the thing for a lot of, um, uh, healthcare jobs. Yeah. So now he's a travel nurse and he is making three times what he was making, Um, and it has helped our life tremendously and his stress tremendously. Um, 
he also has opportunities to take gigs where he can make even more than that. So his big thing lately has been to me saying, if you have dreams of just being a dog mom, I would love for you to do that. I know he's amazing. I of course struggle with that a lot. I've cried about that many times when he's said it and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't be that kind of partner. And he's like, yes, I would love to see you just like do hobbies and put yourself into the community and like, put things into our home and you know just uh, anyway so this is kind of what's been going on in our life (laughs) he's doing better i'm doing better i'm i just decrease my hours i'm not stressing out to get everybody in even though that's hard for me but i'm i'm making changes that are better for my health and my sanity and it's been great (laughs) and my shoulder my bad shoulder that keeps me awake at night So this is what's been going on with us from fall to now. It's like there was a lot of bumpy shit, but it's turning into really good shit. And we're, I mean, obviously, like there's things in the world that we, my husband and I both stress about. We're like super empathetic, bleeding heart people. We care about the planet. We care about people in other countries. We care about people in our country. You know, we're those people. But like. I'm trying to also not feel all the things because that's not good for me. So balance, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Balance is key. Balance is key. And I did not have balance for a really long fucking time. And I'm really letting that go now. I think it, I'll just say this. I think you need to go back to karate kid part one. (laughs) Watch Mr. Miyake talk about balance, mm-hmm. and I and I think that'll be so much better. I I made a I'll joke do it. There, I promise but... I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but you know man... what's so silly is I talk to my clients about this stuff all the time, but yeah. I wasn't necessarily doing it for me because Dude, I, you know I didn't deserve it. Whatever. So, I know it's so hard <laughs> to take our own advice. It is, but I know that it's important, and it's an important time to do that now. Yeah. Totally. Anyway. That was kind of all the shit that I just really hadn't, you know, and then of course, you know, there's some stuff that I'll tell you about that isn't necessarily for the air, but, <laughs> um, oh, dude, it, it's if, a little more, you, you think about whether or not you want to share that. And if you don't, don't, um, no, it's definitely, think, Oh, although was... one thing. Oh no. My, the last thing I was going to say for the air, everything else is for the air. The one last thing I was going to say that's amazing for Connor and I, too, because this a lot of this stuff was hard. And I will say our entire relationship, literally our entire relationship for like the last eight or nine years, he and I have never had it where we're both just working a job and that's it. We've always been where we're like working multiple jobs or we're in school or we're building a business or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's we've always been juggling, juggling, juggling. And then the juggling with the kids schedule and all this is literally the first time ever that he and I are just working our one job three days a week, each of us. And then putting into like everything else. So we're like getting to kind of rebond again, which has been very important for us because it was getting a little far away. That's huge. Super huge. Yeah. <clears throat> super huge. Super, super, super huge. It's been great. It's been a great last few weeks, actually. That's great. I'm so happy. <sighs> yeah. So I feel um, now like I need to take a really big nap. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Uh <laughs>
Want to know more about our show? Then like us on Facebook. Unfiltered Circus with Chris and Jen. Double tap our Instagram at Unfiltered Circus. And follow us on Twitter at Unfiltered Circ 1. Check out our website, www.unfilteredcircus.com. Because we were talking about just like how bonkers people are getting sometimes or we're just shocked by people's behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, my homegirl that I was telling you about before, um, she uh, texted me one day and she's like, we had this chick do a working interview today as a front desk person. She works in like an um, office of sorts, uh, de- like doctor's office of sorts. Okay. And she's the provider. And so they were doing a working interview with this front desk person. And she said, this girl stole $200 <gasps> oh. and a patient's credit card oh, and took pictures of other credit cards, we think. Oh, no. It was all caught on the cameras. Oh, so, no. right. And she's like, she's supposed to come back tomorrow for another working interview. And we're going to have the cops here waiting for her. And I was like, holy shit, dude. When I, well, first of all, I was like, she's not coming back. <laughs> no way. Like she, she got some stuff and she's good to go. Um, the next day I was like, Hey, so like what happened? And she said, okay, so yeah, she didn't come back, but she used the credit card right away. Wow. Um, but the cops had enough information that they thought that they could probably find her. If she even gave real info, I'm very doubtful about that. Wow. Because um, I'm sure this is a thing. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. Just get a job. <laughs> There's a lot of jobs out there right now. <laughs> you can almost it's have so, your pick. So much easier to steal, though. Yeah, certainly is. It certainly is. What a dick. Like, how do some people sleep at night? That, they just. They weren't raised right. I don't know. I think some people were. But I just feel like drugs and other things. <clears throat> drugs or it's just gotta be, you know, Jen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to share something with you. <clears throat> because even if you weren't raised right, you still have a moral compass. You would hope so. You should. I just anyway, feel like, on. yeah, I feel like the world we're living in. People just do not care Mm-mm. about. Nope other human beings anymore they don't and it hurts my heart and 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 the thought there is i'm not really hurting anybody i'm just mm-hmm. doing credit card numbers i'm just I'm, trying to get mine and take care of me they probably have plenty of money and and quite frankly they're not going to be hurt it, they're going to get their money back from the credit card company all i'm doing is hurting the credit card company Ugh. And they're and they they make billions of dollars. So what's a little bit that I take for them? Right. It's so- like you said, the moral compass, the moral compass in right? this world, in 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 all of humanity, in in this country, in this world. It's it makes me sad. It makes me hurt. Yeah. yeah. I I see it every day. I yeah. see with sometimes with my clients. Mm-hmm. I see the absolute either the absolute worst or the absolute best yes. out of people. Yep. Connor and sees that too. I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when you see the absolute worst and, and maybe that's only 10% <laughs> of the time, it, 
it just hurt you. It hurts you so much as a provider, as someone that's that's trying to do good in the world. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And when you're giving you, of yourself so much, mm-hmm. I look at my team, the the people that that do the job that I ask them to do, and and when they get screamed at, mm-hmm. yep for for something that may not be their fault yes mm-hmm. and and sometimes you know what sometimes it is their fault yeah but you know what but you don't need to treat them like that it people are human beings exactly we all make we're, mistakes we're nobody's perfect we're absolutely fallible mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, you know it's just stop like getting so angry at everyone and accusing everyone of being like not enough and just you know look at your own self just one, try to be enough in your own world. Try to be better than yesterday. One of my mentors and I will, we talk often. And he's 72 years old, but he's a great human being. He's a great. <laughs> of course. I mean, once you're in your seventies, <coughs> you don't become garbage. <laughs> no, I, I, that did come off wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. that it was funny though. It was funny. <laughs> uh, he's a great human being. He's, he's done, he's done our job for 50 plus years. He's been married for 50 plus years. He has two children, one living, one deceased. He he's seen a lot of things. Yes, he sure has. He's you got know, a lot of life experience, a wisdom. It, that's exactly it. He's got wisdom. He's got he's got more wisdom than than I may ever have. Honestly, sure. and truly. I mean, I don't know. I think by 72, you'll be a pretty wise fucker. I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to make it to 72. I'm going to blow well, my true. freaking you brains too out. Much, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Well, I mean, let's be real. Okay. <laughs> I know shit about health, so I mean, what can I say? I'm just being real fool. <laughs> I love you, though. <laughs> Before I get to that, be money's daughter. Let me just throw a a funny thing in here one she's 14 right so Mm -hmm. she gets busted on something (laughs) or she just finds something humorous she has this little quirk that she does and like we're like hey we know you did that and she'll just look at us and then she knows she's busted and she'll just go ah So B Money and I will do that all the time when we're talking, just out of the clear blue. It's like, oh, and then someone did this at work. And we'll just one of us will just go, ah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I digress. I digress. <laughs> we were we were talking, and my mentor and I, mm-hmm. and he's convinced that the world. It's just angry. Our yes. clients are angry. They, they're more demanding than they ever have been before. Mm-hmm. They're, and, and he was actually, he gets called from our VP of operations every now and again. Just be, not because that's who he reports to, because that's seven or eight levels up the chain. He's just been around so long. And full of wisdom that this this VP who's an amazing VP just calls and just checks in on them every now and again. Mm-hmm. 
And he was telling him the same thing. And he says, I'm hearing that all across the country. Oh, yeah. Everyone's saying that. Yep. All across the company. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're all over, he, and quite frankly, all over North America. Yep. Well, and I you hear know. this just from all different folks. I see sure. lots of different folks. I know lots of different folks. I read What's, the newspaper. I mean, this is just kind of this vibe the everywhere. Answer? What is the answer? Well, first I know, of I all, we all it. have to just, everyone just needs to start being kinder to folks. That would be a good start. Well. The ones who are kind already, I think, need to just help spread that. And those who are maybe, it's, I mean, check yourself because you might think you are and you might not be. Try to be more patient. Try to have more grace. Try to not, you know, be so I, judgy. I think the people Get that the fuck off have line. been kind, <laughs> I think the people that have been kind are are becoming unkind. Not oh, unkind, yeah. they're but they, they're just, they're broken. Yep. They're absolutely broken. And And I'm not sure... Well, even more reason to treat your your other your fellow man, you know, with compassion. It, and it is. There's got to be more than that, though. Mm. There's there's got to be, and and I'm not saying that you're wrong. You're not. You're absolutely right. Oh no, I'm not coming up with solutions. I don't have them. I'm just saying this would be nice. This would be a yeah. good start. It'd be a really just, good start. Another good start would honestly, and I'm serious. I was kind of making a throwaway comment, but like literally, people need to get fucking off of screens like off of internet off of screens off of social media fucking just literally connecting more as human beings in the real world real time that'd be awesome that would really heal us a lot i couldn't agree with you more it makes me just upset because i don't think we're ever moving backwards from this no never it's just people hopefully i'm hoping we all just start collective collectively agreeing on this and changing a lot of our attitudes and you know our our relationships around it and maybe that does improve who knows but i just there's no putting the toothpaste back into the toothpaste tube and it's a bummer because i personally think that the cyber age is garbage (laughs) totally agree i hate it it's great for so many things, but like the, I feel like the cons outweigh the pros, to be honest. So here's what we need to do. We need to start a social media campaign saying hashtag get off social media, get off screens. And start meeting in person. <laughs> <laughs> you see the quant- yes, conundrum there. Yes, to do okay. it on social media. <laughs> or you can just start spreading it word of mouth. That shit used to work once upon a time. Get creative, folks. Come on. Use your brains oh. and your skills. But oh. we don't have those anymore because we just you know, we just lay in our bed and we get fat and we stare at other people do things and we like it and we love it and we comment. <laughs> what a ridiculous hey. society. I know. <laughs> Welcome to 2022. It's super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that we're super those guys in the balcony on the Muppets, but I'm fine. Oh with my it. god, we are. <laughs> It's okay. It's hey, okay what to were have there? those days sometimes. I can never remember. Waldorf and something. I, you know, I'm not even sure if you said it, I would know. <laughs> I'm pretty. Oh God, damn Google, come here. <laughs> it's funny that we always do this, and then some of our people will actually write us like responses to things that I'm like, we don't really want to know. We're just pontificating in this moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> But we also have Google, so if we really cared, we could look it up. Old men on the Muppets. The Muppets. 
I it's funny because I love them so much and I can never remember their names ever. Statler and Waldorf. Okay, I was right of about course. one. Of course. They're so cute. I love them so much. Which one are you? Which one am I? <laughs> you know, it's so funny you asked that because I was just looking at the picture <laughs> and I was thinking, which one is Chris and which one am I? Okay, hold on. Let me go back into there and really look at this. Okay. So which one is which? Um, I believe, you know, I don't know which one is which, but there one is like a little more like, one I know what you're a little you, more, you, you, you say know what chubby? I think I know who. <laughs> if you say chubby, portly, or anything no. in those, I'm no. gonna I no, I no, I would no. never I would no. never. One is a little more shrimpy. <laughs> so is that you or me? So one is shrimpy and like a little bit older looking. Okay. Because he's like a little bit more gray. Uh And the other one is a little taller and leaner with like just like lighter gray hair. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're the older one because you're older (laughs) by like one or two years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. kidding. I honestly, I don't know. It would be fun. How how tall are you? I think I'm like a five, six situation. Why? How tall are you? Because I always feel like. You're short, and then when I see you every few years, I'm like, you're not as short as I remember you to be. <laughs> do people think of me as like a tiny little peanut? <laughs> I kind of do, yeah. That's if hilarious. I it is funny. Like... It's funny. Well, I just was going to say, because sometimes people will say to me something about being petite, and I'm always kind of taken aback by that, because I'm like, really? I'm like, not you're, really You're very, petite. very thin. You're very thin, though. I mean, not really. I mean, not in COVID. <laughs> I, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would picture you at a buck 20. I wish back in the day for a long time. Yeah. Like when I first met you, I feel like you were 96 pounds. <laughs> uh, I was probably I, a buck 20 when you met me. <laughs> I feel like you were five foot two, 96 pounds. When I, first met you. I love that. I love that people think of me as like a little Sprite, but do you think you probably think of me as like a really angry Sprite, like a tiny Sprite, but filled with fire? No, because oh, okay. keep, keep in mind, okay. I met you when you were True. so young, innocent, shy, and innocent, shy, no football whatsoever, none. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> now I have too much chutzpah. I don't even know what to do with it at all. <laughs> yeah, I just I, that, that's like I still see you like 20 years ago. That's, that's you know, I, to be honest, I think I do the same with you. And then when you show me like these other sides, like these adult size, like sides, like 20 years later, I'm like, oh. Look at that. Look at what a cute adult you are. <laughs> I and I up. the Look same with like some of my other friends where some time has been lost and then mm. like or like sometimes yeah, no I get that because sometimes I'll f- sort of think you and possibly other friends even react to me like as if I were the older version. Um <laughs> but maybe that's just in my head like thinking like proving like I'm a different person now. I don't know. But I think we both do that to each other sometimes, even though we know that's not the case. Like we I, just know each other so long. I know my youngest brother. He's he's going to be 40 years old this year. <laughs> I know, because I know he's like a year behind me or whatever. And I still look at him like he's a dumbass kid sometimes. I get that. Yeah. And 
and I'll be like, what's wrong with you? Huh? Like I'm some old man. Like somehow I'm 80 years old and he's still 14. Completely was, get that. I feel like that was my brother. Like I'm if, aging, but he's still 21. Mikey told me not too long ago, we were talking the other night and he said, Andrew told me long time ago that Chris has always been the old guy and has always been the, he's like ever since I can remember I could see that he's always been the old guy and and then and then my cousin who's 10 years older than me he was telling B money this past summer he was out from Indiana visiting we were out at Durant's having dinner and he looked at B money and said you know, I've always gone to Chris for advice because he's just full of so much wisdom. And then at first I took it as a compliment. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You're all, what am I, old? Yeah, what, <laughs> you're 10 years older than me. How dare you? Oh, that's I, such a sweet compliment, though. I guess, but I kind of felt. I kind of <laughs> you felt took like, it so wrong. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> if he only knew on the inside you were so immature. <laughs> oh, he does. He, <laughs> no, he I know. He's related to you. Yeah, he's a, he's a brother cousin. He's, yeah, he's he a brother. Yeah, he's a brother. He's a brother. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what my uh, neighbor says. He's got a he's got a brother cousin too. That's adorable. I love that yeah. shit. Addy, he, uh, Addy's got. Uh, what would it be if they're your sister cousins? Cousins. Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> She's got this my brother. My cousin. <laughs> B money's got a cousin. Um, shit, something you said. Oh, I know what it was. How is my favorite millennial Daniel doing? <laughs> Any notes? <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a while. Did I tell you, we're planning a trip. Uh-huh. Did, I t- did I tell you the trip we're planning? I feel like maybe you did mention this, but I cannot remember. Okay. Did you? S- maybe. Maybe. Well, I don't, I don't remember where you said too, though. So in April, he and I are... Most likely. So he's bringing the dog out here, right? Yes. For me to watch. Yes. He's bringing his truck out here to give to his mom. This is now sounding familiar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We are planning to, I just hate the idea of him driving That's by himself. Right. Yes. Yes. So we're, we're planning on, on taking a road trip. I'll fly into, I'm thinking about flying Catching a red eye on tu- a Tuesday night, getting into DC at you know early morning, checking out DC for the day. I haven't been there since I was like eight. See the see the monuments, see the things. Awesome. And then get a good night's rest. <clears throat> Excuse me, get a good night's rest on Wednesday, and then Thursday hitting the road. Mm-hmm driving through here and and we want to see things we're driving right through nashville we're driving that's right, through right. Memphis. nice that'll be and fun I'm like, I'm like dude i gotta stop at those places yeah that'll and, be fun and he we had a choice of either going through oklahoma that's city or right. dallas and it's an hour difference you know for the whole trip so he was like yeah i've always wanted to see dallas and i said i've been through oklahoma city i said it's a cute little town the Oklahoma City uh, bombing memorial changed my life when I went through there. Literally changed oh, my life. Oh, that would be cool to see all that. Yeah. And there's a part through the Oklahoma City bombing where as you walk through it, they have like three TVs all 
like repeating the news. You know, President Clinton was on one TV, and then Brokaw was on another, and um, and you hear you hear everything, and and like almost like a a, a murmur, and then all of a sudden you hear like each specific thing almost individually at the same time. Oh my gosh. And I remember walking through the, I was in tears when I, yeah, that would when, be when intense. I, and cause I was like, it, let's see, that was in the early nineties. So I was in, I was in middle school, junior high, maybe high school. I forget when that happened. I, I do remember Clinton was in, was the president at the time. That's a really and, good memory. I would not have been able to think of that. I I remember weird things like that. That's so, cool. Yeah. So, um, I I just I w- and I was there for a work thing, and they took us through there, and I just remember thinking, man, man, like as a kid, you don't remember those mm. things and you know because mm-hmm. and, and that was really the first domestic terrorist thing that we had ever been through mm-hmm. and um one of my mentors lived there at the time and said it was awful during that time oh yeah absolutely and and on the lawn of of where that happened they have empty chairs sitting over a waiting pool of all the people that died mm. Oh man, that's intense. All because there was a daycare. Yeah, that, I remember that. And, yeah. and the children that had died, and yeah, they have wreckage awful. there. It was, and and I shared that with him, and he's like, "Yeah, that seems like a bummer. Let's go to Dallas." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> so, sounds yeah. good." Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's like, yeah, very nice to pay respects, but goddamn, that sounds awful. Not it, a good year. <laughs> For yeah, that. yeah. It, it's probably it's probably not, but I tell you, I went there in that twenty. Does sound great. I want to say it was twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's amazing. They have it set up like that. I didn't yeah. realize that. That's great. It, it's very, very, very cool. It, it's. I kind of imagine that's what Ground Zero is like in New York. Absolutely. What and is that love, state of affairs? People I would taking love out see, all these people like that. Anyway, sorry. You love to see what? I would love to see Ground Zero too. And pay my mm. respects there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> we got deep. We got deep in this conversation. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about, yeah, those are um those are yeah, those are hardcore. And it was, it was different the way we took it in as a kid versus like the way you think about it now and right. Or if you actually visit. And before before we go into this, I I want to say one more thing since we kind yes, of bummed out on on a couple of things. <laughs> yeah. Might as well keep that keep that going. But <laughs> I mean, I could do it every show. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just want to send um, thanks. I send Thanksgiving to Erica, who this past week passed away two hours before her 89th birthday. Oh. She's one of my mother's oldest friends. I've known her my entire life. Her and her Aww. husband. Her husband passed away several years ago. They were truly like family. Oh, Erica. Uh, I I um was really upset and um, I get that so I, much. <laughs> I had talked to my mom earlier in the day 
And she said, do you know whose birthday it is? And I said, no, I don't. She goes, it's Erica's birthday today. I go, oh, Aww. wonderful. She's like, she's 89 today. Aww. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna, as soon as I'm done with work, I'm going to go home and give her a call and wish her happy birthday. I'm, like, well, I'm like, give her my best. Yeah, Erica. And then, and then I was scrolling through Facebook later that day. And I had seen that her daughters had listed... Hate to say this, but mom passed away oh. last night, two hours before her 89th birthday. It's so sad. And my mom doesn't have Facebook. So yeah, so you had to tell her. I did. Oh, she oh, broke into tears no. immediately. Yeah, of course. And and then when she did, of course, then I kind of started to. You know, oh. And uh, yeah, it just oh. such a special lady. She adored me. Uh, I adored her. I, I thought about my brother went and saw her this when he was this past summer when he was back in Indiana. He went to the nursing home to to see her. Oh, that's so and, sweet. Yeah, and um, her husband I, I always referred to as Uncle Fred. He was just a good old Aww. boy from Pico, Texas. And yeah, yeah. It just. Oh, you had a Freddie cl- too. Yeah, a close he, family friend Freddie. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Erica. Oh, Erica. Yeah, they. What's funny is they were actually my dad's friends. They met at my mom and dad's wedding mom my mom met fred and erica at their her wedding with to my dad oh and, wow. and, then, when, and then when my mom and dad divorced 10 or 11 12 years later uh she kept them in the divorce she got them in the divorce nice, which was nice. Yeah. so <laughs> uh, that's yeah. awesome and and they've been they were friends for 45 years that's amazing. That's kind of similar to my Fred and his wife. They knew my dad. Well, she and my dad knew each other. And then, um, and she's just the greatest. I have an email relationship with her and I go to see her. I think I told you last time we haven't really connected because I know she's dealing with a lot, but we've been emailing. And I did um, have here in Seattle, we have uh, Beecher's. And Beecher's Mac and Cheese, Beecher's Cheese is kind of known. And Beecher's mm. Mac and Cheese is supposed to be world's best. And it's Oprah's favorite and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I sent her um, these frozen, uh, the, the Beecher's will do these frozen trays of their mac and cheese. So you can just pop into the oven and bake it. So I sent her two of those so that wow. she could be, you know, dealing with stuff and just have sure. comfort food. And she was really excited about that. But yeah, they knew my dad first. And then, or she and my dad knew each other, and then she had known him forever. They were friends, and then they dated and met my mom, and they had known me since I was a kid. And yeah, it's just, I'm sorry that you lost her, and I'm sorry to your mom. It's got to be tough to be that age and see your friends going. It 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 certainly is to to um kind of hit a point here. Hit a point. Yeah. Home. Yeah. There was a time in my life I had to go through some counseling. Mm-hmm. I think probably I, all of us. Yep. And and I had some I had some anger issues. Mm-hmm. 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 Had. Mm-hmm. JK, me. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and 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 I and well, let's say maybe I still do, but I certainly deal with them much better now oh, than I sure. did. Oh, and I commend you as someone with anger issues. Twenties um, or thirties. I commend you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. my my therapist asked me to bring in some photos of me when I was a kid and I brought in several and she held up one and I'm with Uncle Fred and Erica oh 
you tell me about this picture? And she said, who are these people? I said, ah, you're my, you're my you know, parents, friends. You know. mm-hmm. She said, you brought me 10 photos. This is the only picture of you as a child smiling. Aww. you. These I were, do remember this. You told me this. Yeah, they were important people. I and, totally get it. These folks, too. They're yeah. like grandparents. And yeah. Sadly, and, and more yes. grandparents than like my real grandparents only just because of like distance or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were definitely like grandparents. We would. They had a a little pontoon boat. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> Back in Indiana, they had a little lake behind their house. And Uncle Fred would let me sit on his lap and steer the boat, you know. Oh which, yeah, which, which was weird at you know seventeen. But, uh, <laughs> I was going to make a comment I about knew. the pervy man. So good work, sir. No, no. He, I was like, I oh, mean, Uncle Fred, huh? I was, <laughs> I was a real little, real little guy. <laughs> and uh, all the better. <laughs> hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> but it was, you know, we weekends were over there at their house and, and hanging out, and he had this. They had this super cool freaking bar in the basement, right? And that's where everybody would hang out and sit. And he'd sit behind the bar, you know, making my dad and my mom drinks and stuff like that. And he'd just sit back there with his scotch and, uh, you know, one drip, one drop of water uh, for a whole thing of J&B scotch. But... <laughs> That's a man right there. Yeah, there's a man. Well, he's from Haco, Texas. (laughs) Well, yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it just, they were wonderful people. I'll miss them both. And I'm so thankful that I had them in my life. I just, I hear you, buddy. I'm glad you did too. I definitely understand that. And I'm so sorry that she passed. COVID. (laughs) Shocker. God damn. Well, yeah. 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 That's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Jen, what a what a topic we've been on. Topics we've been on this whole episode. It's been quite the episode. It's been such an episode you can barely speak anymore. I'm so tired. <laughs> I know. I so know. Tired. I know. And I know that it's it's been a long episode. It's been a lot. So I tried to have a a quick fun news story just to like leave us semi uplifted. I guess. Oh, good. Maybe I chose wrong for that, but it's okay. Well, um, I digress. <laughs> I can't <laughs> so, wait to hear it. Do you remember years ago on the old Chris and Jen show when we had that beautiful little story about the stolen box of whittled wooden wieners? <laughs> yes, of course I do. That's what got <laughs> this back going. <laughs> it does. It did. Um, so this made me think of that, even though it's a little bit different. Um so someone broke in and stole a box containing human heads mm. from a truck in Colorado last week. Mm-hmm. So the strange theft took place somewhere between like Wednesday late afternoon and Thursday late morning. 
Um, it was while the freight company truck was parked in Denver's Central Park neighborhood. The heads were being transported for medical research purposes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, the blue and white box had a label that said, exempt human specimen. Um, a dolly was also stolen and police did not say how many heads were in the box, but it was a cardboard box, which was about 20 by 15 by 18 inches. And none also... of this is tracking for me. <laughs> <laughs> none of this is tracking. It <laughs> also, it also said science care on the side of it. So mm. science care is a program for donating bodies for mm -hmm. both scientific research and education. Yes. Um, and the investigation is still ongoing. No arrests have been made and nobody has found the box yet of human heads. So um, anyone who, is, you know, finds it is asked to call Denver police and authorities. Can you imagine <laughs> thinking you, you get a big score and you open up, you're like, shit their heads it's, it's it's much like the the wooden wieners except i think in this case i would be much more bummed out i i, I agree it's going to jail to, for stealing heads oh dude no dude i'm thinking more about the finding it like we remember when we talked about the wooden wieners or like imagine if you found that and you were like yay treasure treasure <laughs> and then you open it and you're like what is this? What is going on here? Imagine if you found and opened. Well, so here's my one thought that I had, my question as I read through this and it was not answered. It said that they were heads inside of a cardboard box being transported. It didn't mm -hmm. say anything about it needing to be refrigerated or anything. So or frozen. So that's why none of the story tracks. Yeah, I'm like, is this true? I'm or... I'm thinking this is this is made up. Not by you. No. This is off of Fox News. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean Fox News, CNN, it's all crap. It's true. I know. I had such questions that I thought, how I don't get how you just have a cardboard box of human heads. And how big was it? Although here's the thing though, Brosif. It could have been in the freight truck in a freezer and the people who stole it just took it out of said freezer. So if you find it, it's going to be liquidy and smelly. The cardboard boxes is what I'm having a hard time with. It was 20 inches by 15 inches by 18 inches. So two heads. I, exactly. My, yeah. That was my other. That was exactly my other thought. When I read the dimensions, I thought, wow. I mean, so on a Unless... good day, you could squeeze in maybe three. So you could put in. If you had a baby head. <laughs> dry eyes. Uh -huh. The truck itself was a reefer. The, the cardboard box is what I find. That's, that's what I'm finding a little difficult to believe. A cardboard box labeled science care and exempt human specimen. Where did this uh, take place at? Where was this stolen from? Denver, Colorado. I'm actually familiar <laughs> with that company, believe it or not. Are you really? Oh, yeah. of course. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, because I sell body parts on the black market. Yes. I mean, I wasn't not... going to say it, but you <laughs> went ahead and you just... <laughs> 
<laughs> weird, weird. Although, weird. okay, um, I also can track this story to the Denver Post as well. Okay, well, um, I'm familiar with the Denver Post. Yeah, well, I, I worked for him. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yes. It was back in the nineties. They say all the same information. Hmm. Um, they don't necessarily mention a cardboard box, though. That yeah, like... may have been liberties taken by Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> a little beef up the story a little bit, even though it's already a spicy enough. Let's let's see here. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. S- it's got to be somebody on meth for one. No one, oh, no one for sure. You know, no one. Oh, for sure, and I guarantee they if if. If the box itself is not, you know, a, a proper container for not having the heads melt, um, then actually it was heads stolen. don't melt typically. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay, okay. You can't keep saying things like this and then not share them. Well, um, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's pretty much. No one's seen a head melt ever. Well, true, but what I'm saying is, okay, not melt, but like you know, juicy. It might get juicy. Juicy. Yeah, it might very, get a little bit of. A I would imagine puddle. it would get juicy. Yeah, <laughs> a little juicy, <laughs> like a box full of meatballs. There's a um, story I have to tell you that I can never share on the air, but I have a lovely lady. No, 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 okay. no, not at okay. all. It's it's in the same vein. Mm, I would like to hear it. Yes. Go. No, I can't tell you. Oh, you son of a bitch. What was this build up for? Because <laughs> I'm a bastard. This is an off air. You Now you just made our audience so curious. You're such I know. a well, son of a bitch. Well, let's see. There's there's one of your friends that just hates me for for something like that, right? Dude, I do have to say I was taking my walk yesterday and I was thinking about something. I might have been working on the episode. I don't know. But I was thinking, God, I'm so pissed that this one topic is not open for discussion because it would be so good. Well, maybe in season three. Oh, you're such a teen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a clit tease. You are. Are we uh, done with the heads? <laughs> I guess. I. Right. It's, it's some dumb meth head. It is, and I think Stole we're all it. tired. Everyone's yeah. tired. Everyone needs a nap now after this episode. I know. Do you think we? <laughs> do you think we put our audience to sleep? Um, I feel like they're usually asleep in the beginning. They probably use this to go to bed instead of <laughs> taking melatonin or something like that. Uh, I mean, I mean, yes. Mm. All right, go well. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> or good night. <laughs> Sleep tight. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>